Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hey, travelers, or should I say fellow quarantiners, it is tough times right now. So we just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge what is going on. It's pretty horrific. And our thoughts, our prayers, well wishes are with everyone who is going through everything. And then of course, here at home, we haven't seen the amount of cases that other places have, but we're certainly hunkering down, hoping for the best. What's crazy about this whole thing is that we have our regular life going on. So we have episodes coming out for you. We have trips coming up. Some of us are just coming back from trips. Some of us had trips planned next week. And at this point, even for us, it's not even about travel anymore. It's about standing as a community and getting through this. Yeah, things are really tough right now. And like Santa said, California, we're on a issued lockdown. We have cases in lots of places here within the state, especially here in San Diego by us. But a lot of our favorite places in the world are suffering worse than us right now. Italy in particular, it originated in China. We've been to China. We all love China. The whole world. Love China. Yes. The whole world is adjusting right now to the new reality of what is normal. And that includes us in terms of travel, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not very important in terms of other people's lives, their livelihood, their jobs, their family, their health, and the people dying. And we just want to acknowledge that we know what's going on out there. But as Kim said, we've already pre-recorded episodes and to try to keep things as normal as possible. And bring you entertainment while you're at home. We want to bring it to you as is, as a sense of normalcy to you guys. And we're not tone deaf to the reality of what's happening out there in the world. And one thing I want to say is one of our listeners actually commented on one of our Vegas stories and they asked, aren't you scared of what's going on right now in the world? And I wanted to point out to them is we're not currently traveling and we're not saying anyone should. We're just releasing our episodes as we already had planned and we are providing entertainment to the podcast world and we want to give you that sense of normalcy, but we aren't currently traveling. So when you see our pictures and you hear our podcast, we are not currently traveling in this moment. We are hunkered down here in San Diego and we are separated from our families as well. I know for Jamal and I, our parents are in their 70s. Uh, We're very worried about them. They're up in Northern California where there've been quite a few cases in California. And so we are separated from them. 
A few other things we wanted to add while you're in quarantine or you might be on lockdown or social distancing, there are still things that you can do that are travel related to help prepare you for the future. Because it's important to remember this is going to end soon. I mean, nobody really knows when, but at some point it will end and life will return to normal and people will travel again. People will go back to work. People will be healthy. And yeah, I mean, we're already thinking about that. Yeah. So if you're bored and you're looking for new things to do, one thing you can do is start planning your next trip. You can get all of the sites that you want, put on an itinerary, not necessarily book things, but just have a itinerary in mind for the future that you can work on. If you're planning this trip with friends and you can't see them, it's a great time to FaceTime them and talk over FaceTime and go over the itinerary or Zoom or any other application that you can use to still have social contact with them from a distance, a safe distance at least six feet or more, (laughs) but uh, be able to plan trips with them. And other things that you can do are go through old travel photos and bring up some great memories and organize those photos. Like I constantly want to organize old photos that I have on my phone or on my computer. And I just feel like I don't have the time to do so. And this is a really good time to go back through, maybe pick out a few to hang on my walls and whatnot. Yeah. And a lot of people might be thinking, well, how can you think of travel in a time like this? But Given the seriousness of what's going on, we all need to take it seriously. But at the same time, we all need that mental release to de-stress ourselves. And we're using travel in that way. And we're hoping that it correlates to you guys that way. So I know Brittany and I have been going through our old photos, recounting good memories of solo trips or squad trips and planning those trips, looking for a better time in the future. Again, you can't choose a date, you can't book it, but just create an itinerary. Any form of travel distraction is a good distraction to the reality to just kind of put our minds at ease. Because the reality is, is one day we are going to get through this and one day things will return to normal. I do believe we're going to have a different world, but I also believe that we will have our sense of normal and flights are going to be booked. Movie theaters are going to be packed. Restaurants are going to have wait lists. You can bet that when this finally passes, people are going to be wanting to be out and around and see the world because if anything, this makes you realize all the things that you took for granted. Like, I wish you would have gone to Australia before the big fires fires. happened. And it's like, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So if and when this passes, if you can look at pros, like that's like something like positive silver lining is like how much you appreciate those kinds of things. Absolutely. And Jamal has talked about before how he makes a folder specifically for travel with copies of passport documents, IDs, credit cards, whatnot, so that you can have that on hand when you travel. And this is a great time to organize yourself while you're not currently traveling and also buying travel products for when you do start to travel again. I just bought something actually. What'd you buy, Kim? So I was supposed to be going to Cancun next weekend, but I'm not going to be going now. But I bought this kind of like hanging footrest that hangs off of the tray table, the tray table. And you have one as well. I do. I used it (laughs) recently, actually. But I was so excited to use it because, you know, being short and on a long flight, it makes it so much more comfortable. But yeah, short girl problems, man. Short girl problems. 
fellow shorties. <laughs> the Marishas don't know. No, they I don't. I know nothing about that. You know, for all the short problems you have, there's tall problems for us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, make sure that you are staying at home, no matter how silly it may seem. There are people out there who will be affected because people are not staying at home. So this is just really, this isn't about us. This is about everyone. We're all in this together. And so we just got to look out for each other. And more than ever. This is a time that we should be showing each other love, compassion, and just sympathy. Yeah. And we want to thank all of our listeners for listening. And we do hope that through our podcast, we can provide any form of entertainment for you guys as a positive distraction. And again, we want to bring you some sense of normalcy. So we're going to be releasing our pre-recorded episodes as is. So again, we do know what's happening in the world, but we're hoping that you find some value and some sort of entertainment in these times with our episodes. And you know, we're at home too. So uh, at Travel Squad Mm -hmm. Podcast on Instagram, Travel Squad Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know what you're doing. If you're bored, if you're lonely, we're around. All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Be safe. Travel Squad Podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad Podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. <laughs> Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode 36 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today we're sharing with you our squad tips on how to work out, stay active, and be fit while traveling. You ready for it? We're ready. Give it to me, baby. (laughs) So I'm known for forcing the squad to take easy days, but I know that the squad secretly loves them. So if you didn't know, an easy day is when we say we're going to take a break or have a really nice, relaxing day, and we end up doing a really strenuous activity. Often harder than our harder days. So easy days, (laughs) if you didn't catch on, are not easy. (laughs) So... Because of this, we decided that this year we want to bring you one health episode every quarter. And this is going to be our very first one. Because our listeners demanded it. So when you're traveling, you're normally on the road, you're eating possibly fast food, you're drinking, you're indulging, and you should be. But there are things that you can do while you're traveling little tiny things that you can do to make sure that you are still staying fit while enjoying everything on the road. Yeah, and we don't mean for you to be strict on a diet and regimen while you're on vacation, but there are the little things that you can do to get in that little bit of physical activity to help offset all those potential fast foods that you're going to be having while traveling or high caloric alcoholic beverages for that matter. Traveler's ice cream. I love ice cream on trips. (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom. What's the first thing? So we're going to break it down by section. So we're going to talk to you about where you can be fit and active at a variety of different places. 
places while you're traveling. So first place is the airport. So what are some things we can do to stay fit while we're walking through the airport? Well, one thing in particular, I know we all do this, but I see Zayna do it a whole lot more than anybody else. Number one champion. Number one champion, Zayna Marouche over here, Mm -hmm. taking the stairs and not the escalators. Often a two at a time too. Yeah. So even if you're carrying your carry-on luggage, your backpack, always taking the stairs. Now, Zayna does it 100% of the time. You're a machine. Always. Unless there is no stairs and they force her to take the escalator for that matter. And you always hear it come out of my mouth. Why don't we have any stairs? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, whether it be you're just getting to the airport to start your trip or you got off of a long flight, you definitely want to stretch your legs if you're just getting off a long flight or before your trip, getting those extra steps in, going Going up the stairs, burning a little bit more calories, use the stairs and not the escalators. Stairs, 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 and those moving sidewalks that are so convenient. Don't take them, just walk it out. Yeah, avoid the moving sidewalks. Everyone gets on them. It can actually go by much faster if you just walk right next to the moving sidewalk. Sometimes you walk faster than them. You get in your steps, it feels good to walk, and you're burning calories along the way. Personally, when the squad takes the moving sidewalk, again, I'm always walking. I never take those if I don't have to. So I like to walk alongside them because I have to push myself to move fast and I really like to beat them. Yeah. And when you're at the airport, that means you're either at the airport because you're about to get on a flight, you're going to be sitting for a long period of time, or you just got off of a flight and you had been sitting for a long period of time. So it's really nice to walk around the terminal before your flight and just get a lay of the land, get those extra steps in, get the blood circulating before you're going to be sitting for hours on end. I like to also, when we're standing still, to lift my luggage, kind of either bicep curl it or just kind of a row lifting it. Zayna's a machine. Zayna's known to just drop down and start doing push-ups too. <laughs> she always wants to have push-up coffee. She actually is. Usually those, are, usually those are in the hotel room and not in the airport. That's a little weird in the airport. But, you know, I've seen Anna do <laughs> yoga in the me. airport, so can't really say. So let's move on to the hotel or even a cruise ship. Like wherever you're staying, wherever you're calling home, what are some things you can do to stay fit and active and work out while you're there? Well, if they do have a gym, I always like to bring exercise clothes so I can hit up the gym. Hit the gym. Mm -hmm. Yes. Same for pools. I love to see if they have really nice indoor pools. Sometimes they're heated in hotels. You can go for a nice swim, then relax in the jacuzzi afterwards. Swimming burns a good amount of calories and it works every muscle in your body. Swimming is the best full body workout that there is. I often hear people say that, oh, I'm on vacation, so I'm not going to exercise. And again, you know, indulge while you're on vacation. I mean, this is the time that I drink and eat like shit. But if you want to. Exactly. If you want to. Fitness doesn't take a vacation though guys so it helps keep get after it right it pushes stuff through your body it helps regulate you and just you know sometimes after drinking so much you feel a little bit bloated and there's nothing like a good run or workout to help just kind of manage that bloat Wherever you're staying, whether it be a hotel, the cruise ship, or even an Airbnb, you can do your own workout in your room if you wanted to. Like when we went to Africa, Josh, he brought a jump rope and some like TRX bands. TRX bands so he could work out while we were there. But you can do yoga in your room. You can do body weights in your room. So you could do like ab workouts and squats, lunges. There's a ton of different activities that you can use using your own body weight to work out in your room before you go out or you can have a push-up contest with your roommate 
I just want to say, last that. time we had one, I think I beat you, Zena. That You know what? Someone made me laugh. Truly, truly, truly. Someone said something and made me laugh. My money's on Zena. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal is right. He did beat me, but someone said something and made me laugh, and I fell. I just had more dedication to not laugh and continue on that day. Well, I mean, I'm so sorry that you don't enjoy life as much as no, me. No, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding around <laughs> myself. But, you know, speaking of the gym at hotel and cruises, do you remember when we all went on that family cruise? Unfortunately, Kim wasn't there because it was a family cruise. And by family, I mean my parents were even there on it. We woke up every morning to go to the gym on the cruise, even before we hit the shore excursions or doing anything. Because on the cruises, believe me, I'm indulging with that free food. So we definitely want to get in a little bit extra workout. So we worked out every day on the cruise ship when we did that. And even on our most recent trip, Brittany and I alone, when we went to Europe, we did go to the gym at the hotel. But some of the hotels, because we were on a guided tour, they didn't open up until a certain time and we were going to be gone on tour at that time sightseeing the city so we would wake up extra early and go for a morning walk so we always found time to put in that little bit extra activity and beyond it being just a workout it's us exploring the city on our own while it's quiet and just having alone personal time at least for me and Brittany doing it that way Going back to the cruise ship, though, they do have elevators on the ship, but they also have stairs for every single Tons floor. of stairs. I can't encourage you enough to take the stairs. And again, take them two at a time if you want to get a little bit advanced. <laughs> I feel like it's even faster to take the stairs on cruise ships because everyone is waiting for the elevator mm-hmm. that you can at, get. And at the same time, too. Yeah, everyone is like dinners at 4 p.m., 6 p.m. Everyone's waiting for the elevator to go to dinner or to go to that show. So if you take the stairs you're gonna get by so much faster and you're not gonna be squished in the elevator like sardines mm-hmm. and then like often when i was on that cruise ship late at night if i didn't feel like going to bed i would just kind of walk up and down the stairs nothing strenuous like running them but just walking and on the top deck they do have a track that you can walk around personally i prefer the treadmill but when it's late at night and i just don't want to go to bed there's nothing nicer well there's a lot of things nicer but it's a beautiful <laughs> beautiful scenery and experience to walk around the top of the cruise ship all by yourself and just looking out into the open night sky. See, each lap you can do, you could drop down and get some push-ups and no one's in your way, huh? Exactly. Yeah, and on cruises, they also have other activities. They often offer yoga or workout classes. So there are other options that you can find while you're there as well. And then when it comes to your shore excursions, there's all kinds of things you can do that extenuate physical activity. If you're on a cruise, there's shore excursions, or if you're just out exploring a beautiful city or on another trip, there are tons of things that you can do out and about. So for example, if you're coming off of a cruise, typically it's near the water. So there's a ton of water activities. Snorkeling. Snorkeling, paddleboarding, kayaking. Zena, do your kayak impression. <laughs> that's Jamal and Brittany. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now that's a reference to Zena describing Brittany and I's kayaking ability in our Big Bear episode. We were just killing it out on the lake, but in sync. Redemption moment, real quick, guys. In that episode, Brittany asked if I had ever been kayaking before, and I knew that I had, but I couldn't think of when. And I have been kayaking at the Carlsbad Lagoon here in San Diego. 
So that's a really good way to get in some exercise. Other And, and it's, it's not, really fun. Like make that part of your vacation. That's what I was going to say. Like it's exercise, but at the same time, it's a fun activity to do where it doesn't even feel like a workout. Snorkeling it's something to do. Snorkeling is so much fun. Like that is the highlight when you go to Hawaii or the Caribbean or a cruise or whatever. Like snorkeling is amazing. You get to like swim with fish and be underwater. Sometimes turtles. Tread water. You're burning all kinds of calories. Starfish. Living it up at the same time. Yeah. And if you don't want to get in the water, you can do things like beach volleyball. I mean, there's so much to do while you're out and about. The opportunities are endless. If you're in another country, you want to go out dancing like salsa dancing or dancing burns all kinds of calories. Oh my gosh. When Kim and I were in Cuba at the nightclub in the cave, I can't even sweat out like a thousand calories. Well, (laughs) that's what I was even going to say. Like, even if it's a night of drinking and you're at a nightclub, if you're out there really dancing, it's like you're burning calories and working out just as well, even though you're out having a good time. So yes, I mean, I guess you could say anything that you do on vacation to an extent, you're burning calories, but there are certain things that burn more than others in terms of more strenuous physical activity and dancing's clearly one of them. One Get of my, yourself a dance party. Yeah. Ooh, one of my actual- Someone lick your cheek. <laughs> one of my favorite things to actually do, believe it or not, is play tennis and a lot of hotels will have a tennis tennis court and even on cruise ships they have them and you know just really really fun so i always always like to play tennis it's a fun activity to do and again it doesn't even feel like it's a workout you know shout out to jamal and Brittany because they were once on vacation in eastern europe and i was house sitting as i often do when they go on their own solo vacations and it's about 7 p.m at night and i texted Brittany for whatever reason and she responded and i couldn't believe she responded because i thought wow it must be really early there and she said that yeah jamal and i woke up to go to the gym before our day starts and i was like wait a minute what time is it there and she's like oh it's 4 a.m and i'm like what we were dedicated (laughs) i go to the gym before work but i don't even wake up at 4 a.m wow (laughs) yeah wow (laughs) we wanted to get our steps and get our workout in but you know what? It's doable. Proud of it's you feasible. guys. We're not telling you that you, again, that you should restrict yourself on indulging if you want to indulge. And we're not saying that you're going to lose weight. But these are really easy ways that people often overlook to just get the steps in, move your body, and you're going to feel good in your body if you do. Well, even that or, I mean... We live here in San Diego, so sometimes even though we live here, it's hard for me to envision San Diego as a tourist city, even though I know it is because it's like home. But even just walking on the beach, I can't tell you how many times Brittany and I have been to a tropical place and we've woken up early in the morning or done a sunset walk on the beach. That burns a lot of calories, just the walk itself. You're walking in sand, so it's harder and you don't have as much grip, so you're really putting a little bit more force in your calves and quads. So definitely getting that extra workout and it's an experience in and of itself. One time, Brittany and I were in the Philippines. You don't even get to say this. You know well, why? Why? Because I know what you're going to say. Well, I know I've heard about that. I wanted to sleep Wait, in that day. I don't day. know what you I, I wanted say. to I wanted to sleep out, in that day. No, I didn't have a freak out. I wanted to sleep in that day. <laughs> That's all. I wanted to sleep in. We're on the island of Boracay in the Philippines. Tiny. Beautiful island. Beautiful, tiny, walkable island. Ranked one of the top 10 white sand beaches in the world, by the way. And, you know, we had just gotten there and I was like, I want to see the sunrise on this beautiful beautiful island and I tell Jamal you would say I I tell Jamal I want to see it from the east side of the island because obviously the sun rises in the east and we were standing on the west west. side of the island 
and we I'm were just kidding. I'm teasing. We were staying on the west, so I wanted to walk across the island to go to the beach that's on the east side to watch. And Jamal gave me so much shit. Like, I just want to sleep in. I don't even want to go. How are we even going to get there? And I'm like, we're going to fucking walk. What, are, what do you think we're going to do? Was it a big, you said it's a small island? small island? It's a small island, but by small, it takes 45 minutes to walk across. Like, if you're not taking a car or doing anything, it's a 45 minute walk this from is- coast to coast. In my defense, <laughs> I wanted to sleep in. And can you tell me when's the last time I've been the most sick that you've seen me? Was it oh, she doesn't before want to say. or after she, the sunburn? She doesn't want to say. It was on this trip in the Philippines. I just was still recovering from having like an upper respiratory infection that was absolutely infection. ridiculous. And she, I, all I want to do is like sleep in. My antibiotics are barely starting to work. And she's like, let's wake up and go see the sunrise, which was great. In hindsight, I had a great time, but I'm just getting really passionate because she's giving me crap when I was literally almost on my deathbed. I just want to throw that out there. I just want to say that. Before after the sunburn this was before the sunburn before i was sunburn. recovered by sunburn time wow yeah second okay. degree so yeah, second degree sunburn on my skin the great sunburn jamal and i did walk across the island it was about a 45 minute walk from what the- a nice guy he actually got up and did it on his deathbed wow he wasn't on his deathbed i appreciate you recognizing that I but but we walked from one beach from the west side to the east side and when we got there i just thought we were going to sit on the beach and watch the sunrise there were these like bamboo benches to sit on. So we spread out a towel, we sat on the benches, and we watched the most spectacular sunrise I've ever seen. Like it was worth watching and waking up for. You know, it does sound beautiful and I would want to wake up for that too. To Jamal's credit, Brittany did send me a picture of your flim that you hawked up and it was really, <laughs> really, really green. And if you have some green flim, get yourself to the doctor. This it means you're no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> it was like dark green. It was like the Wicked Witch of the Ew. East. <laughs> Pretty much. We take pictures of our flim guys. Jamal even talked about Gross. going home Gross. because he felt so sick. But he oh, popped no. those antibiotics. You know how he is. He had a freak Pulled out. One of those. <laughs> I, I want to go home. But to Brittany's I was really credit, sick. Well, this isn't an episode about being sick. It's an episode about being healthy. So we can kind <laughs> hey, of move we on, actually guys. actually have an episode on what to do when you get sick while traveling coming up pretty soon. So Tip number one, if it's do. a bacterial infection, take antibiotics. Like Don't I go with Brittany because she'll <laughs> force you to go out to the sun. <laughs> I'll make you have an easy day. Right. I do remember Brittany saying that after you took your antibiotics, like within six hours, you were saying that you were feeling No, I felt like amazing after I started taking them. But I just want to like back to the point, though. We're listing a lot of things that are easy to do, which they are, but they also enhance the experience, like going for sunset walks on the beach or waking up for sunrise and doing that walk or just little things. Even if that wasn't planned as something to do as part of your trip, these are little things that don't seem like much, but they add in that extra little bit of calorie burning, some workout, and yet it enhances the trip by actually doing something to give you an experience in the area. So let me ask you guys a question. How many other people were there with you while you were enjoying the sunrise on the east side zero Zero. amazing hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. Hey, squaddies, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Travel Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. Hey, squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you. So all you have to do is download, book, show up and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. I've said this before when we talked about Italy, but we stayed in a less expensive area so that we can get a better deal on our Airbnb. And we walked about 30 minutes to the city center to go to the Roman Forum and the Colosseum. And through that whole 30 minute walk there and back, we were able to see the city. And that like made part of the trip for us, seeing the city, seeing the ruins within the city that you wouldn't have been able to see otherwise. And just like walking into a place to get gelato, walking into a place to get a panini because it was about a 30 minute walk that is part of the experience and that gives you many many steps yeah i would have to agree jamal and i have done that several times when we stayed in amsterdam we did not stay in the city center because it was so much more expensive so we stayed outside about 30 minutes to walk it but we got to see the entire city When we were in Chicago, we didn't take that many cabs while we were there. We walked from one destination to another and we tried to plan out our day walking from one area to another so that we could see the entire city versus sitting in a car. You know where we didn't walk? Where? Dubai. I know. It was too far spread out. It was too far spread out. But I will say this, you know, going back to Kim's point, I agree with that. I love it. That's what we did, as Brittany said, in Amsterdam. And doing that, you do find the little things. We found a awesome farmer's market that we had no clue about in all of our research and we decided to go there every day in our walk to the city center and pick up like a new sweet treat or savory food item that they were selling there. That's cool. One of my favorite things about our trip 
to Amsterdam was going to that Albert Krupp market that I had no clue about. And we discovered it from our walk because we could have taken a taxi. We could have taken the mass transportation, but we opted to take the walk for the extra workout. And on top of that, a new experience of the city and seeing it in a different way. I don't know about you guys, but this episode is making me want to go run on a treadmill like seriously. I, was- I don't know about run on a treadmill, maybe go on a nice sunset walk, but <laughs> run on a treadmill. Oh, no, I want to run. <laughs> Thinking like, oh, a nice walk on the beach. Or even if you're like at a beach town, there's typically places to rent bikes along the beach or boardwalks. We did that in Hawaii. Yeah. We rented bikes in Kapa and we Kapa. biked along. Kapa. That's why I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. So there's so many good ways to be fit and active and get some steps or some exercise in while you're in a new place. Also, another thing I want to say is when we were in Lebanon, we went to Harissa. We had to take a cable car. And then once we got off the cable car, you could either take the elevator or the walking path. And we chose to take the walking path and it was up a whole bunch of steps. It's nice to take those steps and get some fresh air versus being in an elevator. Mm. I felt like that was an easy day. Was it an easy day? (laughs) So easy. Right. I mean, the way that Kim gets off with old ruins, I get off of walking up a hill at a steep incline. Get me going. I mean, yes, they do. We haven't even said hiking as part of like, whoa. Oh, we haven't even touched on hiking. Wow. I wouldn't even go that far. Hiking is a whole (laughs) another level. Hiking can be your whole vacation. And it it has been many of ours. I feel like a lot of our vacations, 90% of them, there's always at least one hike, if not multiple of them. And depending on where you're going, there either is or isn't, but we try to do it. Like Brittany just referenced Teresa. We had no hikes planned for Lebanon. It was when and we were doing other things but we opted to do that little extra hill hike and it wasn't a little small one it was quite steep and not too extensive but extensive nonetheless and when Brittany and I are planning actual hikes on actual trails we don't go for tiny hikes we go for like moderate to difficult hikes at least six miles or more yep I mean you can listen to our episode about Sequoia National Park (laughs) and Kings Canyon where Kim threw a fit because we should be able to hike 11 miles easily so why isn't everyone else on board for these 11 miles and then we turned it into six miles. Well, because quickly we got, turns to 16. Yeah, well, we quickly got lost and it turned in to be a little bit longer. But I think Kim has a saying like, if it's under five miles, I don't want to do it. That's neither here nor there. But hiking is a great form of physical exercise when you're on a trip. So yeah, <laughs> plan a hike on one of your trips, regardless of where you're going. You know, if you can find a place to do a hike, make it as part of the itinerary. You're definitely not going to regret it. For us, it's easier because we do go to a lot of national parks but even if you go to some place like Hawaii or even like Malibu or you know I'm, I'm trying to think of cities but there's always going to be a place for you to do like a little scenic hiking trail that doesn't involve a national park and definitely try to incorporate that in your itinerary get some nature for you. Kim, you've actually been on a vacation for like a yoga retreat, right? Like the whole weekend focused on yoga? Actually, yeah. I went to a yoga retreat in Sedona, Arizona. Beautiful I place. Drove out. Oh my like. God. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Red rocks. They have so much like healing energy there, which is really, really cool. Like something that you wouldn't understand unless you experienced it for yourself. And so we hiked up into the mountains and did yoga in the red rocks. Seriously, like an experience I can't even put into words because it's that 
transformative metamorphosis in real life. (laughs) (laughs) And there's been times where the squad has taken a road trip. For example, we did an American Southwest road trip where we hit the Grand Canyon, Antelope Canyon, and Valley of the Fire State Park. And at each stop that we did, we did a hike there. So we were able to get in all three different places, do a hike, get some steps in, and explore the places along the way. And I recommend if you don't have a Fitbit or what is it, the Apple Watch, definitely get one and or even use your phone because your phone has a step tracker as well. Set a goal. How many steps do you want to hit that day? And make sure that you're watching it. So maybe you think, oh, I should take a taxi because this is half a mile away. But if it's walkable and you haven't hit your steps yet, walk that half a mile and hit those steps. Save the money, put it towards more travel, get in that exercise and physical activity. Or more alcohol. Or more alcohol. (laughs) Cheers to that. How many steps would you aim for, Hosanna? I always (laughs) aim for 10,000, but... Nothing gets me going like 20,000 steps in a day because I do feel like us, the squad, typically we hit about 20K a day. 20,000 really gets me going. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't add this to the show notes, but sometimes we go on vacation and hit like an amusement park and we are always walking all over amusement parks. We're doing like 15, 20, 25,000 steps per day. Mm-hmm. I think the last time Jamal and I went to Disneyland, we did like 23,000 steps. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, when we went to Shanghai Disney, we were running through the park. And, you know, we have an episode about that where I talk about Jamal was getting mad because people weren't walking fast enough. Pick up the pace. You got to move with the quickness in Disneyland. Let me tell you that. If there's one place that you can actually get your resting heart rate a little bit higher with a normal walk, it should be Disneyland <laughs> and amusement parks. Let me just say that. That's uh, That's my firm belief. Any last thoughts about being healthy and fit while traveling? Dad, go to our Instagram page and let us know what you're going to do on your next vacation to stay healthy. We want to know. Give us the tips for being fit on the road. What do you do that we haven't mentioned just yet? I just want to say as my last little tip I understand every vacation, depending on what you're doing, you may not be able to fit in a little bit of physical activity, etc. But regardless of what you do on how often you travel, at least every once in a while, if you are physically able, you should definitely try to incorporate a hike or something that puts you in nature that requires a little bit more physical exertion and activity. And you definitely won't regret it. You get in that combination of workout and experience nature. And as Kim was talking about old ruins, Zaina was talking about treadmills getting her off. Steep inclines. Nature gets me off. Let me tell you that. And I love to have it on vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're going for a hike, use the back heel because the back heel push off is going to work your glutes. Whereas if you use your front heel, it's your calves. You don't have a front heel. Sorry. Your toes? um, The ball. The ball. Thank you. Thank you. The ball of your foot. Thanks. (laughs) The ball of your foot will work your calves where if you push off from your heel of your foot, it's going to work your quads. The booty. Mm -hmm. So even alternating those. And just saying, the more you drink, the easier it is to walk long distance without you realizing it's long distance. So uh, joking around, but at the same time, keep that in mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kim, I think it's your favorite time. Question. 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 Of the week. Yeah. I like that little acapella ow, action that we had going. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was really good. Okay. TJ Hicks coming at us hot from LA. TJ. What are some healthy snacks that you bring with you when you're traveling? 
Well, TJ, I'm not going to lie. When I'm traveling and on a plane for a long time, I'd love to have chocolates at junk food. But I will say this, when I'm on my vacation, sometimes, you know, it's difficult in the morning if you're at a hotel to have like a breakfast and it's really easy to do fast food. So this isn't something that I necessarily pack. If something healthy that I pack, it's like a good trail mix. Usually we're hiking or something and it's good sustenance. But I feel like we always try to make a point if we're in a hotel and don't have a place with a kitchen to cook. We go to a grocery store and we always pick up fruit and granola bars for the morning at our place of travel. So it's a good snack to have on the road. It's good in the morning to save you from having fast food. And so that's one of my favorite things to do is go to a grocery store, get those bananas, get those apples, get those granola bars and have something a little bit more healthy as my first meal of the day. I like to take nuts with me because those are full of good fats. Another thing that I like to do, not always, but I do like to do this, is pre-pack my own oatmeal in plastic baggies. So I'll measure out a half a cup of oatmeal and put a tablespoon of chia seeds in there. And then that way, when I get to the hotel, I can do hot water in there and just make my own. Because if you buy pre-packed oatmeal, it's usually filled with sugar. So that's one thing if you don't know really what you're going to do for breakfast that you can take with you. I love to take cashew nuts and dried fruits along with me as my little healthy snack. I like to bring peanut butter monster, but that's not the most healthiest snack. So my healthy go-tos are hard-boiled eggs, beef jerky, cheese, keto, keto life. And (laughs) Trader Joe's has this really good cheese crisp cracker it's so good and it's literally made of cheese and it's it sounds really good I it's want some it's now. really 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 good bring some? i didn't today but i will <laughs> so the next question that we got is what's your day back from travel routine unload everything from my suitcase immediately put all my dirty clothes in the dirty clothes hamper potentially wash them depending on what time i get home but i want everything out of my suitcase i want everything put back in the drawers i want to be like revitalized and put right back into my routine ready to go because usually when we get back from our trips we have work the next day like right away the next morning and i want to be like good to go I feel like it's hit or miss because sometimes we get in early Monday morning and we have to drop our stuff off and go directly to work. Or just like Kim said, we get in and we're going to work the next day and we're getting in late. So for me, I always like to personally clean my house before I go because there's nothing worse than coming back to a messy house and yes. then having to clean. Yeah, because after a vacation, especially with all the easy days that we take, you kind of <laughs> need a vacation. So I don't want to come home to a messy house. I also make sure that I take out my trash before the vacation vacation. So you don't want to come home to that Mm -hmm. either. So really just relaxing. And maybe within about a week's time, I'll start to unpack unless I feel a week. Unless I feel really ambitious. Unless I feel really ambitious. And you know, at this point in time that we're recording, we got back from Lebanon and Dubai about two weeks ago. My luggage is still on my floor. It's empty. Are you serious? You know what? I unpacked everything. I did my laundry yesterday. Like I'm good. But I just haven't put my suitcase back where it goes. Okay, so you're unpacked. It just hasn't gone back. Exactly. I have it in front of the window. All right, well, Brittany was about to call me out right there. And I just want to reiterate, it depends on my mood. Sometimes when I come back, the first thing that I will do, regardless of if we're going straight to work or we get back like on a Sunday before work or whatever, I will always take out the dirty clothes and put it in the appropriate hamper based on colors because that's the type of person that I am. huh? But... The rest of unpacking, it really depends on my mood. Sometimes I'll get back and be like, okay, let me just get it done. Sometimes I'll let it sit. At the most, I let it sit for a week. 
but I'm usually good within the first two, three days on packing. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. Jamal let it Whoa. sit for a week this last time. And I had mine done within like two or three days. And he let his sit for like... You didn't unpack four? his stuff? All right, but, wow. but, but, but let me just say, no, our last vacation that we took together when Brittany and I went to Europe, minus the squad, just me and her, I unpacked the day that we got back. And so I, like Brittany I said, it, she let her sit for a week. So don't let her <gasps> sit. I did not. Oh, well, okay. Oh, ooh, six days. Six <laughs> days. I, I smell not a freak seven. out. It's not a freak out. I'm just saying it really depends on my mood. But uh, let me tell you something. If I need my clothes, like I will unpack them, do them sooner. But I always at least get out my dirty clothes. But sometimes if I have clean clothes that I didn't wear, like I just let them sit in there. I get lazy about it. You know, you need your vacation from your vacation. Mm -hmm. And unpacking sometimes is either the first or last thing I want to do. So I don't have a specific routine. Well, once upon a time, I used to live in a place with a washer and dryer in unit and I would immediately wash my clothes. Now I don't have it in unit or on property. So I usually go to the laundromat pretty quickly, depending on like what's dirty and what I actually need. So I usually pull out my dirty clothes and put them in the hamper right away. And I'll usually start a load of laundry issue the night that we come back. But I'm not super worried about unpacking right, right away. It usually takes me about two to four days, I would say, on average. I'm not going to lie about it. Holy shit. Kim seems shocked. It looks like Kim's like numero uno. As like, soon as I'm on home, like, shit. I need this shit packed out and put away. But like, immediately. My priority when I get home from a long vacation is showering and getting mm -hmm. into bed and relaxing. Like that is my number one See, priority. For me, I can't relax until shit's put away. Interesting. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. To keep the adventures going, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast. Tag us in all of your adventures and send us your questions of the week. You know, I love that. And if you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny, please share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. Please subscribe, rate and review our podcast and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Make sure to pack your bags and grab your passports because next week we are taking you with us to Thailand for the Copenhagen full moon party. Woo. Oh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. Bye. Bye. Bye.